and we're live on book chat live and this hey week, how you doing yeah with who well we've been having not severe technical problems but mild technical problems so if it sounds like i'm talking to uh um is it do you want to be known as jonathan or do you want to be known by your pen name as Devon uh, green either or tim but my pen name is Devon and green okay so well i'm gonna ask that question while we've still got good connectivity why are you known as devon and green well why well, that particular uh, name well the name is my my whole idea when i first started writing was to be a kind of a mystery was uh yeah. there was a guy named iceberg slim years ago who wrote books a lot of books and nobody knew who the guy was for a while you know he <laughs> yeah. didn't do he, he didn't do any interviews and when he started doing interviews he was doing them with masks and uh, uh so that was the idea to try to be incognito uh my dad wrote books as you know and he wrote uh as uh uh he wrote as bb johnson and oh. but he was you know incognito when he wrote so i just yeah. try to do the same thing but first tim i want to say it is a pleasure to be here thank you so much for having me sir well it's a pleasure to have you on the show so do you want to talk about the first book we're going to talk about sure we can start we can start on the first book right now think and grow rich by yes. uh, napoleon, napoleon hill, hill. This was talked about last week for the first time on the show, which I was amazed about. So really, why, why this book then? Well, I, I'm, I'm looking at my, if you wonder what I'm doing, I have some little cliff notes over here because I, you know, I read this years yeah. ago. But Think and Grow Rich was one of the first books I read as far as uh, trying to change my ways, trying to, uh, yeah. trying to grow and trying to, hold on to money instead of spending it. So, you know, with, with Dale Carnegie, he was, I guess he was the uh, emphasis or the spark behind this book for Napoleon Hill. And they had a lot of little stories in here about, uh, that you can relate to. You know, yeah. he had the story of, oh, what was the guy's name? Edwin C. Barnes. Now, Edwin C. Barnes, was a guy who thought about, you know, he was actually kind of broke at the time, but he wanted to go into uh, business with, uh, what, is, uh, what was the guy's name? Uh, Thomas Edison. Oh, yeah. And going into business with Thomas Edison, he showed up at Edison's workplace, uh, his, his uh, like, facility he had uh, when he was coming up with all these crazy ideas and, and all these uh, new things to change the world. But he showed up and he looked like a vagabond. And yeah. Thomas Edison was like, well, what do you want? You know, why are you here? So forth and so on. And uh, Mr. Barnes, he was persistent. And he said, look, I want to work with you. So forth and so on. And that he finally got a job with uh, uh, Edison. And once he was in the door, the rest was history. And he made millions because he persisted at what uh, he believed in. He had a dream, actually, that he worked with Thomas, with Edison, and that's what ended up happening. Yeah. Okay. So, 
What do you think is the biggest lesson that you learned from reading this book, then, personally? Well, thank, thank you. Uh, uh, you know, there's there are a lot of people in the world who yeah. seem to try to do things the easy way, and persistence isn't easy. A lot of these things. Uh, uh, what was it? perception uh, you know he had a lot of thoughts in here that made you think about you know people who are nowadays who are getting rich quick and so forth and so on yeah it, it, it takes time you, you know you have to you have to uh, set down some plans you have to uh, uh, matter of fact he had a story in there what was the other guy's name I'm gonna give you the guy's name because uh, <laughs> I remember this are you Darby? Because I had, I had to remember his name. I got his name written down. R.U. Darby was another guy. I'm going to give you another example. But he was another gentleman in the book who found gold. He went out west and found gold. He dug up he, he, and he found gold. And he was going to strike it rich. So he went back to his family. I think it might have been Chicago or somewhere back east. And he gathered, got money from all his relatives. And they bought some equipment. They went out there. And he started digging and so forth and so on. And that gold vein dried up. And can yeah. you imagine you got all this money from all your relatives? And the, and now you're like, what happened? What happened? What happened? So they <laughs> kept digging, kept digging, kept digging because he had a partner by then. They kept digging, kept digging, and they just could not find the vein. Well, make a long story short, he ended up selling everything. And the guy he sold it to, Bought in a, a a specialist in that field with you know the field of rocks whatever that's called but he bought in a specialist to figure out where is the you know what happened so forth and so on and the guy says hey man you know it looks like it's right here and it turns out they started digging three feet that's all they had to dig three <laughs> feet and there it was so yeah. that's another lesson of stopping and as a matter of fact the chapter was called something like stopping three feet short of yeah. your dreams or something like that so you have to be persistent you're going to have to stay the course and if he would have stayed the course he would have been a millionaire multi multi times over but he decided to leave he gave it up and he just gave it up too early that was the bottom line okay shall we uh talk about your next book what was that tim shall we talk about the next book oh sure sure right here we go one was better off dead yeah. by lee child another author yeah. that surprisingly never yeah. been on the show before so okay. why okay. why this well, particular book <laughs> i'm a uh i'm a jack reacher guy yeah i have loved jack reacher for years i've watched the movies and i watched the movies before i read the books so yeah. better off dead uh basically was another jack reacher store and you know he comes into town and he's uh he's the big burly uh, hulking of a man who who brings attention everywhere he goes and in this book he does the same thing it's in uh it's a law it's in a small town takes place in a small town along the mexican uh american border and uh i believe it was new mexico uh, I, I can't remember exactly what where the actual city was but he comes across a lady when he comes into town He's walking 
and he hasn't gotten to town yet, but on the outskirts, he comes across a Jeep that hit a tree and he sees a lady who's, who's, who's bent down over the, uh, over the steering wheel and he approaches her. Well, make a long story short, she is an ex-military personnel and her name is uh, Michaela and uh, her brother's name is Michael. And she's in this town looking for her brother because he sent word to her that something was going on. And uh, so her and Richard join forces and he helps her out. But the interesting thing about this book, uh, at the beginning, right when it starts, Jack Reacher dies. And you're like, oh, oh, what, what? So yeah. you, if you, once you get into the book, you realize he's not dead. Yeah. He's actually, uh, you know, he plays the part as dead. And they, they, uh, the doctor, you know, rules him dead. This guy's checking him so forth and so on. But uh, I think he, he might, might have shot him up with something that seemed like he was dead. But he survived. And uh, uh, him, there's a guy named Donsiker, I believe his name was. And he's like the protagonist. He, he's the bad guy. And he is just, he's got the town wired. But he's got a legal business that takes airplanes, it, it does stuff with airplane crews and so forth and so on. But he's really making money in all his legal businesses. And they go across the border. They have tunnels up under the, the border to take them to this place and that place in Mexico. And he runs guns, drugs, everything else. Yeah. And make, well, to make a long story short, uh, I don't want to tell the ending. But Reacher gets, uh, uh, they, they do find Michael, and Reacher, Reacher gets his revenge on these guys. Yeah. So why did you pick this particular Jack Reacher book then? Uh, uh, I just, you know, that this was actually the second Reacher book I read. I yeah. just like the character and like the idea of who Jack Reacher is. He's a, he's not your typical hero. He does, doesn't do things. He reminds you of, uh, hell, Clint Eastwood, back yeah. in the old, westerns the good the bad the ugly and he doesn't he doesn't do it exactly the way it's supposed to be done but he gets the job done yeah okay. that's 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 what i remember though that he, he reminds me of those old westerns that i used to love yeah i can imagine um okay shall we go on to the next book then sure tim and the Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey. So another money okay. book. <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, you know what, Tim? I don't know about a lot of people. I grew up. Uh, I wanted to. I wanted to be have money in my pockets. I didn't want yeah. to struggle. I didn't want to be a, a broke guy. So I wrote. Uh, I read this after a little bit later on. I read this book, and yeah. this book actually, be quite honest with you. Uh, it changed my life at the time. I read it in 20, let's say 2011, 2012. And uh, I was, I had spent, I had lost everything in uh, uh, 2007, 2008 in California when the real estate market went under. I was in yeah. real estate and I, I lost a whole bunch of stuff. And just before that, I was sued. And that, that gave my partner a, a lot of heartache and so forth and so on. But make a long story short, I'd lost everything. And uh, I was on my way back, and I, I read Thinking Grow, uh, The Total Money Makeover. And yeah. 
it was a whole nother way of looking at money. So uh, my wife is an accountant and, and she, uh, along with that book was one of the first steps I took. My wife with her, her saving skills and, and, and spending money wisely uh, helped me. And, uh, but the total money makeover, when I read it, I remember the principles, Dave Ramsey, you know, uh, uh, get in, get yourself out of debt, uh, pay off your debts, the smallest, the largest, uh, uh, get yourself an emergency fund, thousand dollars, at least depending on your situation. Um, yeah. uh, then, then go further, you know, you pay off your cars, you pay off your home and it ended up, you know, but he tells you to tear up your credit cards. Now that's mm -hmm. a hard thing to do. <laughs> that's a hard thing yeah. to do but you can actually get home credit from a few places but you have to have a zero credit score so you have to it's two to four years before you you can get down to that zero credit score but if you have a zero people are willing to finance you and i was really surprised at that but there's different ways to look at things so what was the biggest thing from this book that affected your life and changed it then? Was well, it that he, uh, <laughs> actually, he got me to invest again. He got me to invest yeah. in the stock market. So I, I got into the stock market. I uh, started buying stocks and so forth and so on and saving and started doing Roth IRAs. He, he got me to start doing that Roth IRAs and, and uh, yeah. you know, for retirement. I, I had thought about that years ago, but you know, those things happen and they pass, you know, you, you, you spend that money, you get that money, that easy money that comes in, I would sell a house and I'm buying a boat, you know? Mm. So it, it, it was, you know, that's how I was back then. So anyway, I had to learn the hard way and I had to make some changes. Yeah. So but like I said, in, in two, in 2008, man, I lost everything. 2007, yeah. 2008, I lost everything. So now you've actually got some retirement income possibly coming in at some point now. <laughs> possibly coming in at some point now. Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. Let's go on to the next book, which is a bit more closer to your heart. Which is Loretta Nouveau by Devon and Green. Um, yes, that is my you... first book. We yeah. put that book out on... Uh, once again, thank. I, I'm glad you mentioned it. But this is our first book. This is the first book I yeah. did, and I actually wrote this in 2013, 20, 2013, Ooh. 2014. And I had one or two books done in 2016, 2017, and we were going to try to get it published in, and try to go the publisher around this and then. And my wife said, "No, let's do this. Let's keep on writing." Yeah. So I am right now. I'm on my fifth book. Oh, so, okay. so we'll we'll see how that goes. But Laredo Nuevo was my first book. Uh, I had got into trucking, and I was down in Laredo all the time, and uh, I would see, listen to these guys' stories, and it just sparked something in me, and I kept on. I just started writing, and I came up with the premise, and and. Uh, it's a, it starts off with another murder, uh, uh, a yeah. patriarch of the father, the father of a family, he gets murdered 
and uh, it follows uh, uh, a Sicario named uh, Ernesto Acosta. Now, Ernesto Acosta is an assassin of the ninth power or top creed or whatever you want to call him, but he works for uh, for this, well, I don't even want to say uh, a cartel yeah. in Mexico, a top drug cartel. And he... Uh, uh, it ends up going through the story. He gets, he has to kill these these people and kill those people, but it starts getting close to home because he starts getting feelings for yeah. a woman, and uh, you know, to to bring it all together, Ernesto Acosta changes who he is, and everybody's turning against him, and even his patriarch, a man named Ghost, who was uh, who was who got him into uh, what he was doing. And he is the head of this cartel. Ghost, uh, you know, even turns against him because Ernesto is cunning. He's smart. He knew some people were turning against him. So he started laying traps. And once he started laying these traps, uh, he he went to a went to a, uh, him and his comrades went to a, what was it called? A quinceanera. And yeah. they, they show up in clown suits and they massacre a whole bunch of people. Yeah. And they disappear and, you know, it sets off this war and, you know, uh, but he does this because he knows these people have turned against him. And in the long run, he comes out on top. man. He really yeah. does. He, he sets it all up. He's playing chess. They're playing checkers in the long run. It's it's a done thing. And he comes out on top and it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So is this a thriller or is this a murder mystery? Oh, that's a thriller. That's a thriller. It, really? It's a, it's it, if you saw the movie Sicario, uh, yeah. if you saw any of the Jason Bourne movies, oh, yeah. uh, even the Jack Reacher movies, uh, even the latest uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, the movie just came out a few weeks ago. Uh, uh, Denzel oh, Washington's really? latest. Uh, oh, you know, oh yeah, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Just came out, <laughs> and you know what? That's so that's. That's a bad thing that I can't remember the name, but uh, yeah. Equalizer Three, the Equalizer oh, okay. Three. Yeah, that was a good movie, and actually took place in Italy. Great, great location, beautiful way. It, yeah. was, it was done beautifully. Love the movie. So, if you can't this... tell, I, I have seen the movie. <laughs> yeah, is is this the first book in a series of books, or can this be read on its own? That is the first book in a series. But the net, the last book we're going to talk about is my new series. I have two series going on. So this one oh. is, this one has stars Ernesto Acosta. The yeah. next book we talk about at the end stars Briscoe Duvall's. So, but all the other books in this series are available on Amazon after this. So no, this is the first one oh, that, okay. that we put out, and we put it out during COVID twenty one. Yeah. So there's no other books available in that series yet. The, the next book is already written. Oh, and that, okay. that book takes place in all over the world. Monte Carlo, Mallorca, Ibiza. Yeah. So, you know, because I, I like that stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. So I write well, about it. Oh, yeah, I've written books. And the, the opportunity to set them in nice places that we might have happened to have visited is always a great temptation. Yes, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, let's go on to your final non-book uh final book not written by you so okay the, 
The Millionaire Next Door yes. by Thomas yes. J. Stanley. Now, I read this book years and years ago, man. Yeah. I, this was probably 2004, 2003. I read this book. And because it, my, I think my mom recommended the book or something like that. But it, it, it yeah. had a basis. You know, they did a 20-year study. This guy, Stan, Thomas Stanley, the writer, they did a 20-year study on all these millionaires. And it and you know what the thing that oh man don't know why that happened the thing that sparked this uh my interest I, matter of fact i remember what happened yeah i was at a friend of mine's shop in pasadena california years ago this guy walks in uh you know he has an auto shop he repairs cars so forth and so on this guy comes in in a brand new mercedes benz s sl i mean sel four-door it was a big long one, brand new. He had yeah. plastic on the seats and all this. And uh, we're uh, I'm talking to my buddy inside. And this guy gets out of his car and comes in, and they're talking in Farsi. It was Iranian, uh, Middle Eastern. But he gives him the keys, and the guy leaves. Now the guy looked like a gas station attendant. I mean, an oily gas station attendant. But. After the guy leaves, me and my buddy are talking, and he says, "Hey, man, look, uh, you know, we're, we're we were talking about something." And I said, "Hey, man, who was that guy?" And he says, "Oh, he just bought that for his wife." I said, "Get out of here! He mm. bought that for his wife. Get out! I'm like, come on, man, don't play with me." He said, "No, he bought it for his wife." And then he started naming the gas stations he owned. He started naming this factory, the building <laughs> that I've known about for years, but I didn't know what they did there. And the guy made cassette tapes. Cassette yeah. tape holders. He made the plastic holders for. So you know this years ago. But anyway, uh, he owned a ton of stuff, and if you looked at him, you wouldn't have looked at him twice. So that's that's what sparked me to read the Millionaire Next Door, and you know you you realize that your average millionaire isn't running around with all these gold watches yeah. and this and that and the other. He drives the same. Ford Crown Victoria for eight years. He lives in the same neighborhood for 20 plus years. He has a business that, that's grown uh, exponentially. He has uh, uh, investments in uh, a, well, a range of investments, but, prior, but primarily in the stock market. He might have gold. He might have stuff like yeah. that. And he has real estate properties. And then in this book, they do a comparison of a guy who owns, uh, what is that called? He owns... Uh, uh, a trailer park versus mm. a doctor and then he did you know they did and this was an actual case study and the doctor make they make about the same thing every year but the doctor's expenses were so high that on paper he might i think he was worth maybe half of what the other guy was worth the trailer park guy yeah. owned his trailer park he leaked he leaked you know he rented out the spaces or whatever and he was making money hand over foot so anyway, it just shows you the, the the real world versus the facade that's on TV. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's uh, that's good to know. So, is this a, is this book a story about or description about the lifestyles of normal millionaires as opposed to what people think? What what does this what did you learn from this book as such? Well, it's, it's basically a case study. Yeah. They they did, it took them twenty years to do this, and their case study is 
based on thousands of thousands of actual millionaires throughout the U.S. Yeah. And I learned your your average millionaire isn't who you think it is. Mm -hmm. I mean, bottom line, and you don't have to be flashy. You don't have to. And I learned, you know, you got to put money away. Now, I, <laughs> really? I've done, I did it a few times in the past, but not like I try to save now. Yeah. <laughs> Matter yeah. of fact, I had a neighbor back then. Who was it? Who who was just the guy? He was. I'll just put it like this. He was very frugal, to yeah. say the least. And he was so frugal. I was out mowing my yard one day. I was doing the doing the lot doing the front yard, and he drove up the street with a brand new Rolls Royce for his wife. <laughs> and, and nobody could believe it. You got to be kidding me! Yeah. But he always wanted a Rolls Royce. He owned a plumbing company, and yeah. he was a plumber. But he fit it. He fit the mantra perfectly for this book. Yeah. Well, often the reason why people are millionaires is because they're not spending their money. On, yes. On yeah. And stuff. he would. He did not spend money. Yeah. And my mom used to make me cut his yard because his grandkids didn't want to cut it for a for a quarter. Yeah. And he'd give me a quarter, and I'm like, Mom, that's all they. But anyway. But that's like, <laughs> well, I, yeah. I, I, my hat's off to him. He saved his money and it worked. Yeah, well. yeah exactly. Okay. And let's, um, let's talk about your new book, which is, okay. Oh, uh, let me do the little thing. Just so uh, it's coming soon. Paladin Briscoe de Wallace, defender of house Lafleur. So that seems like a, Big, this is by you, presumably. Yes. Or is this? So, what decode all the Paladin Briscoe Duelist? Okay. Is this the all name of the book is Paladin, and <laughs> the name of the book is Paladin. Basically, starting. Yeah. That's that's the start because he is. I picked that name because he is one of those guys who just he's going to do the right thing. He's going to save some yeah. people. He's going to he, he's going to, and that's actually Briscoe the Balls, and he's going to yeah he's going to do some things that that shows us the right and the wrong in the world he's gonna he's gonna do some right things no matter what hell with the consequences he's gonna do the right thing so uh defender of house the floor comes in because this book is about uh, uh what's it how, how do you say it it's about a uh, uh, a curse that was placed yeah. on house the floor which is the LaFleur family by the yeah. batiste clan because their land was stolen by the LaFleur family years ago in Louisiana and the LaFleur family found oil on the land that's why they stole it yeah and the Batiste the Batiste clan said okay you know they had uh they, they were from Haitian descent and uh they had uh voodoo voodoo queens they had high priests voodoo high priests within the family and one of them cursed them forever and finally in this book that curse comes true and the head yeah. of house Lef of the lafleur household uh bartholomew lafleur gets kidnapped at the beginning of the book he gets murdered and they cut off his head and i mean Ooh. and and they even paid the million dollars but it was it happened you know they still killed him so yeah. this whole book is about Briscoe DeVall's running down those paths of finding these killers 
uh, finding out what actually happened, uh, finding out about the curse of the Patisse clan on House LaFleur, and going through the uh, modern day uh, trials and tribulations that you have to do to, to solve something like this. And then there's another element to this that, uh, uh, as I say, paladins, he is actually one of the chosen few on earth and he gets an amulet in this book from a, a lady who's actually uh, been on this planet 2,000 years. But, and that amulet helps him. That, let's just say that. So if you like the Avengers, if you like, uh, uh, once again, Jason Bourne movies and stuff like that, there's a combination of this in here. Okay. So as you mentioned before the show starts, and yes. uh, this presumably... As people are probably going to see this on YouTube after the event, okay, yes. so now, but you have a special offer that people can get hold of the first chapter of uh, this book. Exactly, Tim. All this is this is just this is the first day, first time I'm doing this. Yeah, uh, your listeners are going to be able to receive the first chapter for free. All they have to do is go to DevonAndGreen.com our website when they get in there uh if they're on the mobile device they can enter the site button they're going to press that if they're not they're out automatically in the site if they're on their computer uh they're going to go to the paladin page and at the bottom of the paladin page there's a button a black button that says download first chapter for free well it's download first chapter for free all they have to do is hit that they can go in do what's necessary and they will get a copy of the first chapter for free of my new book okay, so this is the website exactly exactly and what, what we're looking for is we're going to look for hopefully we can get honest uh reviews when the time comes or they can buy the buy the book when the time comes and uh, uh, me, but we, uh we are looking for honest reviews for that amazon uh, algorithm yeah well let me uh let me share the win uh tab. yes so how does this look oh this doesn't look good at all hang on <laughs> no there shouldn't be a, uh, that, that's the yeah, same photo yeah that's the same photo that's what you, we're, we're you have to click here yeah. Yeah. yeah there you go yeah. download yeah. chapter one now exactly so that's you where go. people need to go they uh yes sir to, uh, uh want to get chapter one how many chapters are in the book just out of uh, 11. 11 okay 11. Uh, right, it's too much of this psychedelics. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. this is where you do stuff on the cuff, all the formatting goes to astray. Um, so oh, this was this was fun, Tim. Yeah, um, I've got uh, I, well, I always have a couple of questions I ask people after the interview. So, one is which yeah. of those books would you recommend to people? If you had to pick just one of them, well, of, well, so, of course, I'm going to recommend my last book, the the new one, <laughs> because I think yes. it's my best work so far. But yeah, if you're financially in need of some guidance, uh, if you're if you if you you know, let, let's let's go this way. If you need some uh, oomph. To, to get you to where you want to get to in, in your financial life, read uh, uh, The Millionaire Next Door. That'll, that'll, yeah. that'll give you a basis. If you, oh, wanna, okay. if you want 
if you want to do something right now that's going to change your life and you're ready to make some drastic changes, read the Total Money Makeover. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Um, and the other one I ask, usually ask people is, what book are they writing next? But you seem to have already said, well, I presume you finished, have you finished the uh, Paladin book? Yeah. Yeah, I have. I'm working on my third Paladin book right now. Okay. So, yeah. well, I'm curious, I'm curious about this because you, you've got like, you've got your Laredo Nuevo book. Sorry, mispronouncing yes. that. I'm done with the start. second Laredo Nuevo. I've written two of those and now I'm working on my third Paladin book right now. So what, what schedule are you going to release those in on? on uh, well, so the, it depends on my, uh, it depends on Paladin. You know, yeah. well, if we get some, I really like that character. I, I like yeah. both my characters, but you know, it all depends on the the the, the way it's greeted, the yeah. way it's accepted. If if they, you know, I'm gonna let my viewers probably end up picking that. If they really like the book Paladin, I'm gonna come out with a uh, Paladin two next year. You know, I'm gonna do this one uh, coming at the end of the year. Probably, uh, I think I think we chose February as a release date. That's when this this one's coming out. And then if if it goes as well as I'm hoping it does. We will release February next year the the next book in the series, a palette. Yeah. What when are when can people expect the next book in the other series, or is that dependent well, on how that, well it does? Relative we might, to you know, it all depends, man. It, it, you know, it, I'm done with that book. I, it's been edited and everything. Yeah. It has to go to the copy editor, and then we got to do yeah. the cover and all that. But uh, you could maybe expect it maybe mid-year next year oh, or okay. we might hold off uh maybe do do some more promotion for that book or something like that and uh get some people excited about it Be because this our website we just designed this website for this I we we yeah. uh we've changed a lot of things when we released the original uh, laredo on the wave that was just uh you know during COVID, and we just threw it out there Let's see what happens. And we didn't really have uh, too much marketing. Well, we wasted money on some stuff, just like everybody does. <laughs> we tried yeah. some uh, different kind of marketing techniques. And it just, you know, He's got this rather mean-looking picture of you. On the <laughs> <of it. laughs> well, you know, my my wife and my uh, uh, my uh, web designer, uh, yeah. they they pick that picture and i said okay yeah. fine with me you yeah. know, well, let's go with it me. it certainly yeah. suits the yeah, that, um, that's how that works the laredo um feeling doesn't it it's like some mexican um sort of well, thriller. Well, you know what tim tim sometimes you get overruled in life and that's the picture they chose okay <laughs> <laughs> oh well i didn't know what the other pictures are like you in a clown outfit or something so it might be uh uh anyway let's get rid of this and get back to the uh well it's been great to talk to you uh this evening uh man yes it has too yeah that's been a little choppy at times but i think you've got your point across which is the main thing okay. so uh hopefully you'll have great success uh with your new book when it comes out and there's as let me uh, put that website back up again. People can get the ch first chapter here. 
Read. Well, I mean, read. Obviously, if the book the book is already out when you see this, and just buy the book. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's not going to be. I guess it won't be out yet till when they see this. Yeah. It, you know. It's well, gonna this be, is going to go on YouTube, so this will be out there for like. It could be years ahead of people watching and being. Oh, that sounds an interesting book. Yes, now out. that's true. Yes, yes, so, that's uh, true. Yeah. That's the great thing about live shows and podcasts and the like. They're not just, not yeah, just it's not just You're right. Once, it's forever. So somebody could see this in 2028 when you were on your 15th book in this series. <laughs> or yeah, I remember that guy. Wow, he God, man, did you see that video chat? A video uh, book yeah. chat live he did. Man, I remember that guy. Yeah. You know, yeah. let's see what happens. Yeah. Anyway, it's been great to have you on the show, and I'm going to try and find the end stream button here somewhere, which is up the top. So <laughs> thanks to all the people watching, and uh, thanks to the people watching in future.